Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Where can you find the best tasting authentic Caribbean food in Tampa Bay? It's all at Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant in downtown Largo. Island Vibes has delicious jerk chicken, fresh seafood, Caribbean soup, salads, sandwiches, and more. Don't miss happy hour from 4 p.m. to close and live entertainment on Friday nights. Check out Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant at 351 West Bay Drive in Largo or call 727-240-4420. To check out their amazing Caribbean menu, visit Sweet islandvibes.com Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. The, the Cool shop.com I was wondering if you wouldn't mind transporting something for me. No questions asked. Why not? From the maker of the professional and La Femme Nikita. Once we make a deal, the terms of that deal cannot be changed or renegotiated. Frank Martin is the best in the business. 75,000. Half now. Half on delivery. He never made a mistake until today. What kind of deal am I in? Deep trouble. You know what to do. Just the quiet. Come on! Go! 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 Why'd you try to kill me? You broke the rules. You opened the package. This fall... Rules are made to be broken. The Transporter. Hey, I'm Christy Lee from All Girls Garage and Barrett Jackson on Velocity, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in sparkling downtown of course, it's foggy this afternoon. Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Like us on Facebook. Like us on... Well, Bobby, why don't you go ahead and do the social media for us. Good evening, I'm, Bobby. I'm, good. Hey, I'm actually shocked that it's foggy. It tells how long <laughs> I've been in the studio today. I'd, it's crystal clear in 72 in here, but... <laughs> crystal clear in 72, okay. But anyway, we are on Facebook, Twitter. Periscope is now part of Twitter, so... At NRC on air and at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, also on YouTube... At Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and give us a follow. That's right. Now, if you miss any of our past shows, go to our website, CallStreamMotorsports.com, and you can go to our Nostalgic Radio and Cars archive page. Did I say that right now, Bobby? So we don't refer podcast to, is an easy word too. Well, actually, see, but here's <laughs> but the problem. Archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, here's the deal. See, we are live radio. We are terrestrial radio. We are on AM thirteen forty, and, and we're FM one hundred six. 
point one, right, with a translator. So yes, we are. If you use the term podcast, a lot of times what happens, people misconstrue that and think, oh, you're a podcast. You're not real radio. We are real live terrestrial radio. That means if you go out to your car right now, like Miss Moneypenny, and you crank that AM radio on and you turn. If well, you could do that. If you could do that, yeah, if, if it had a radio that worked, actually. Uh, and then you turn the ignition key on to accessory, and then you have power. Okay, then you turn the radio, then you hit the AM station, then you dial it to 1340 AM, then my voice should come out of the speakers in that car. Or that spe- is not what we program here. Well, <laughs> well, my voice should come out of, if it's a AM, it's mono, and it's one speaker, right? If it's yeah. FM 106, and there's a set of speakers in the doors, or perhaps two in the back, rear, you know, panels back It'll there. It'll be crystal clear. Let's It'll be crystal it clear. That's exactly right. So, anyway, so here's what's going on this weekend. This weekend, the big show is the all-four show at Silver Springs, which is an annual show, and it's presented by our good, good friends up there at National Parts Depot. So be sure and hang out with the rest of us. It's actually... The 6th and the 7th, so it's Friday night, they got a little gathering going on, and then it's all day on uh, Saturday. So, And we will be there, yes, yours truly, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Team Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Team Gulfstream Motorsports will be there, basically uh, showing our wares, as they say. So uh, that's and the... we may actually have wares. <laughs> we may actually have wares, yes, that's true. And, uh, and then also the big thing this weekend, starting on Saturday, or actually Friday, the 6th, is the Meekums Auction in Kissimmee. Now... They were smart. They were clever. Typically, Scottsdale, which is next week, by the way, I might add. Scottsdale is the kind of like, uh, and the Barrett's Action Auction, and, and Russo and Steel and Goodings and Bonhams and, and Silvers and uh, everybody else that's out there, is the kickoff for the annual collector car season worldwide, okay? Or at least predominantly here in the North American continent. So, Meekums trumped, you like that, Bobby? Trumped? trumped Scottsdale Car Week by getting their auction the first weekend. Now, typically the first weekend, they do a motorcycle auction in Las Vegas, or at least that's what they've done in the past. Now, the Meekum Auction is at uh, the Heritage, what's the name of the park? Heritage something park in Kissimmee, right? Or St. Cloud, Kissimmee? Uh, Yes, Kissimmee. um, That's Osceola County. Osceola County Fairgrounds, that's what it is in Kissimmee. Osceola Heritage Park. Osceola Heritage Park. That's it. See, we'll get it straight one of these days. See, I don't. It is ha- the first show of 2017. So it's the first show. <laughs> yes, that's right. Now I, I will say this. Yes, Happy New Year to everybody. This is 2017th, and it's Tuesday the third, and uh, we actually have a giveaway. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Hey, come on down now. If you give us a call here at the studio, 727. 727- Five four one no that no, 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 no. seven two seven four four one three thousand that's seven two seven four four one three thousand you could potentially win two tickets to the Meekum Auto Auction or if you're somewhere else on the planet eight six six eight two six thirteen forty oh and the phones are lighting up okay so Bobby's gonna take care of the phones meanwhile I will continue being your radio announcer and I will blah 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 they used to have a radio announcer on uh, what was it Rona Martin's laughing back in the sixties. Yeah, and uh, it was Gary Owens, and uh, I think he's still alive. He'd be kind of an interesting guy to have on the show because he can do the radio announcer deal. Kind of like when they used to do The Price is Right or Monty Hall. What was the, that? I forget all those shows. And uh, they'd go, come on down. At any rate, uh, yeah, so Meekums is, uh, they pretty much uh, trumped everybody. Big salute to our president-elect, Donald Trump. Hopefully he's going to do a great job. We're all looking forward to that. I mean, the morale is just, like, uh, jumped exponentially. It's kind of like back when Reagan got elected. When Reagan got elected, I mean, the whole morale in the country just jumped for joy. And those that don't, hey, look, we had to suffer eight years with, uh, what's his name? I don't even know what his name is. But anyway, no no. This is all a shout-out to Mr. Bill Cochran out there. Oh, yeah, big shout-out to Bill Cochran. <laughs> Heard eight, one, and six, Monday through Friday on the Tan Talk Network. And what's it called, Bobby? Only in America Minute. That's exactly right. You know, he could be the next uh, Paul Harvey... It's true. Remember how I used to do that? At any rate, okay, so uh, what else is going on this weekend? Of course, if you go visit, uh, let's see, what's it called? FloridaCarshows.com. You can look up all the car shows in North Florida, South Florida, Central Florida, West Florida, all over the place in Florida. And big shout-out to our friends up there at uh, FloridaCarshows.com. And they have all that stuff. Matter of fact, what's going on next weekend, or the weekend after next, on the 14th, is the NCRS show, which for you Corvette guys... And that's at the Linder Fun and Sun, um, I guess they call it facility, 
but I think it's kind of like a fairgrounds, but it's over there. That's where they just had the uh, Carlisle event here last month, and it's coming up in a couple months again. And uh, our good friends up there at Carlisle. So lots of car stuff going on. Every weekend, ladies and gentlemen, there's car stuff. So if you go check out car- FloridaCarShows.com, you can find out and keep informed as to what's going on. And, of course, we post some stuff on our, our calendar as well. Now, we post mostly the major events, okay? So, like, for example, we'll do, you know, Meekums, for example, which is this uh, coming. This starts this weekend. Uh, we will do Scottsdale Car Week. We will do the, um, if we go to the Cavalino, we might go to the Cavalino. The Guitar Expo is coming up at the end of the month. Surf Expo is coming up at the ex- at the end of the month. The Ferrari Cavalino deal down in South Florida and at Mar-a-Lago is taking place. We may, depending on how the schedule works, we may be at that again. I think we've got the uh, Boca Grande concourses coming up. The uh, Amelia Island Collect a Car Week, that starts in March. Obviously, we've got some vintage races in the meantime. Our good friends over there at Historic Sports Car Racing, they've got their stuff going on, so please check out their website. And uh, then Festivals of Speed, we've got uh, Festivals of Speed up at Amelia Island, and then we've got the Works Reunion East. This is the first time that all Porsche Works Reunion is coming to the East Coast of Florida, and uh, so that's good. That our good friends at Porsche and PCA will be there. And, of course, the, us little guys with our little vintage 356s will be there, the Florida Owners Group and the 356 Registry. And uh, let's see what else is going on. I don't know. There's just so much stuff going on. So, anyway, now I think it's time to give our first guest a call. Let's go take a break here real quick. I should have had him on a few minutes ago. But uh, we will get our good friend on. We have two guests for you this evening. And we're going to be talking about a couple of upcoming events. So, Bobby, go ahead. Roll the music. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Where can you find the best tasting authentic Caribbean food in Tampa Bay? It's all at Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant in downtown Largo. Island Vibes has delicious jerk chicken, fresh seafood, Caribbean soup, salads, sandwiches, and more. Don't miss happy hour from 4 p.m. to close and live entertainment on Friday nights. Check out Island Vibes Caribbean Restaurant at 351 West Bay Drive in Largo or call 727-240-4420. To check out their amazing Caribbean menu, visit Sweet Island Vibes. 
Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. Hey now and have mercy, this is Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our first guest for the evening. And you guys heard me mention earlier that we have the NPD All Ford Show coming up here this weekend, so I'm delighted to welcome to the show the gentleman that is responsible for organizing the All Ford Show, as well as the All GM Show. He is also the project manager for all, this is for all you GM guys out there, all the GM parts catalogs. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Derek Putnam. Derek, are you there? Thanks, Robert, for the introduction. I feel humbled. You're good. You're good. I'm, 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 my job is to make you feel good and feel comfortable. So, uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. And, again, thanks for putting on all the events and all the good stuff you do for all us car guys up there uh, with your friends at, um, and our friends at uh, National Parts Depot. Absolutely. It's a great company to work for, and we remember where we came from. So that's part of the reason we do those shows. It's a way to give back to the community. Well, you probably don't know this, but I actually used to buy parts from Rick's dad when they lived in their home and he worked out of his garage in uh, Gainesville. That's how far back I go with those guys. So, so you're going back, yeah, you're going back to the 70s, back before Jim built the first building, I believe it was in 78 in Gainesville. Yeah, well, as a matter of fact, in 1973, I had a 57 Thunderbird and Jim's dad used to drive down here to go to our Suncoast Thunderbirds car club meets so that's when i met his father and i didn't even know at the time he used to come down here with his thunderbird or once in a while he'd come down with the uh the burgundy mark two or mark three or mark four the one with the sunroof in it Mm -hmm. so so anyway tell us a little bit about what you do for national parts depot you the project manager for all the gm catalogs so give us a rundown well basically what i do is research behind all the new products that hit the market every year as well as looking into whether they're researched correctly for our market. And oftentimes there's more than one option. So we always try and carry the best thing that we can uh, for any particular application. And uh, it's a great job to have. It is a little bit stressful, but you really have to love cars. And I've pretty much done that my entire life. Now tell us a little bit how that uh, how that process works. So let's just say, when you say all GM catalogs, so let's just assume Camaros, Firebirds, Chevelles, um chevy trucks what else do you have uh we also do gto for 64 to 72 and uh there's also el camino from 1964 through 1987 okay um chevy 2 do you do chevy 2s novas not yet i'm not yet. uh i'm glad because if we did i would probably not get a paycheck i'd probably get a deduction slip since that's uh, <laughs> my current fun toy <laughs> Well, now, let me ask you this. So, so give us an idea of, of, of uh, how, I mean, were you there with, at the inception of a GM, a particular GM catalog? Uh, yes, I was the one responsible for doing the research and uh, introduction of the GTO catalog. It took about four years, a little longer than I would have liked. But um, the thing that I think sets us apart, you talk about some of the stuff behind the scenes. We researched the original parts books, whether it be Ford or GM or Mercury, um, and we really find out what the what the manufacturer called for. A lot of these guys that manufacture parts nowadays just hope that it'll universally fit everything, and we really want to make sure that the customer is getting what we tell them it'll fit. And we've been on both sides of that counter. As you said, Jim was a parts guy back in his early days when he was in high school, so we really know what it's like to be on both sides of the equation being the supplier and being the customer. Okay, so let's. Uh, is 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 there? What's more tedious? Sheet metal, hard parts. You know, like uh, uh, trim parts. I mean, what's uh, what? Uh, take us through the the process just a bit. Well, I would say almost all of it is tedious to a point. Sheet metal has always got a bad name when it comes to restoration parts because everybody thinks if it's made overseas that it's automatically junk, but the problem is is that a lot of the original tools have been out for close to 30, 40 years in some of these cars. And when you've stamped thousands upon thousands of 
like say quarter panels, for example, on a piece, it may not be as crisp as it once was. And if somebody overseas is willing to spend six figures to build a tool and create a fresh piece, sometimes it'll actually fit better than what the original manufacturer came out with. Now, that's not always the case, but it's just one of those stigmas. So yeah, everything can be difficult to interpret. I'd say sheet metal is probably the hardest because you have to find somebody that's willing to be a guinea pig to really try it and see how well it works. Do you take an original part? In other words, because you you referenced that the tooling, after stamping thousands and thousands of parts, they do wear out. So obviously you're going to be off, you know, a thousands here or a thousands there, and the radiuses will be wrong, and the, it, the crispness is, is missing. So do you take an original NOS part, send it over there, and, and have it kind of copied and reproduced? I mean, the molds, basically? Is that how that works? That's what a lot of manufacturers do. We really, we're really more of a retailer. We do have a couple dozen products okay. that are exclusive to us. In other words, we went out of our way to find new old stock or original material. We spent the money to have the tooling made, and we went through all the fitment process before we introduced it. But we really don't have the capital to be able to do that without having a wholesale department. Okay. Some of our competitors can sell them both ways. So we don't get into that, but if we feel that there's a void in the market that's not being filled or the current products that are out there are subpar, then we'll spend the money and the time to go out there and get it done. Okay. So, and then, like, the how much, I mean, is there a balance? How much of the stuff is made in the United States? How much of the stuff is made overseas? And then have you actually actually had an opportunity to, let's say, tour the facilities where the actual parts are made? Off the top of my head, I want to say a lot more stuff is made overseas now than people would like to think. Okay. But that really, that really boils down to just money. I mean, when you look at the fact that there's more and more stuff that's made overseas, but they're also willing to get it right. In other words, if we get stuff that's not made correctly we'll tell them we're not going to carry this from you so they'll want our feedback they'll want customer feedback to get it right as far as touring facilities that make them i've been to a couple but nothing serious um my boss the vice president of the company rick schmidt has has done some tours and unlike some of the other companies that are out there and i don't want to name names but rick is still very heavily involved in the day-to-day business he wants to make sure that He's still as connected as he was when he first started working at NPD under his dad back in the 70s. And that's refreshing to see when you consider that a lot of companies nowadays are just worried about the bottom line. They're not worried about getting return customers and keeping our hobby alive. Mm -hmm. Now, you have four facilities. You've got, uh, what, Michigan, California, Texas, and Florida, correct? Uh, No, sir. Replace Texas with North Carolina. Oh, really? North Carolina? North Carolina. It's weird. It was the last place we added. We basically started in Florida, and then we added Michigan and uh, California to basically cover the United States where we could send anything within about three to four days, regular UPS. And then we found that there was such a huge demand in that middle part between Michigan and Florida that they went ahead and did a uh, North Carolina store, and it's pretty much held its own. It does really good. Interesting. Now, the... the the facility in Ocala, that's where you're at, right? Ocala yes, is basically, last time I talked to Rick, I think they were added to it. So you're roughly four acres under roof, right? So you're close to 200,000 square feet. Uh, it was, and that's what we added. So we're now just above eight acres. It's oh. about, if I remember correctly, I believe it's 370,000 square feet at our Ocala location. That's mind-blowing. That's amazing. Yep, almost everything within easy reach, too. When Jim first spec'd the building, and it was built from scratch, almost every shelf that's in there, except for the sheet metal and some of the big stuff, they're all six feet tall, so you never have to climb any ladders. It's really easy to grab parts, and when you ship as many packages out per day or you have as much counter business as we have, being able to get it quickly, it really can add up over time versus having two or three floors where you have to climb up and down or you know make a 25-minute parts run for six parts. Well, now, how does that work? Does, is anything automated, or are you is your warehouse pretty much, like you said, manual, where you have to you have itemized areas, and they just go down there, and your parts pullers pull, pull the parts? We're old school. Jim has always been a 
hands-on guy. His original saying that we live by is you can't sell apples from an empty cart. So that's the reason that we've got probably close to about $30 million in inventory and over 120,000 individual part numbers. And they're all done by hand. When you call NPD, you're going to get somebody in person. You're not going to get an automated service. And that's 24 hours a day. When you walk up to the counter, that person that deals with you at the counter is going to walk in the back and pull your order personally. Wow, that's pretty good. That's uh, personal yeah. service. That's great. Tell yeah, us- I personally think I think it helps really on getting to know your car and getting to know your customer, too. I worked in sales for three years, and I knew a lot about GMs based on where I what I grew up with with my family and really got to know the Ford side of things from just working at the counter and seeing parts and seeing how they were made and how they work. And that's something you can't teach somebody. You literally have to have hands-on training. Now, you mentioned GM, and you mentioned Ford, and you worked in sales. And so I presume because you're GM, so you're GM-oriented then, more or less? I grew up in a GM family. I'm not necessarily biased that way, but uh-huh. it was uh, it was just by product of my environment. My father sold Pontiacs and GMC trucks for the better part of 30 years. Okay. So that's kind of where my beginning came from. So what do you have in your private stable? <laughs> um, I have a 2000 uh, Firebird Formula, and I have a 1970 Chevrolet Nova. Those are my two toys at the moment. I can't really afford to keep more than that. Okay, well, the Nova's a good car. I like that. The 2000, that's, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm old school, so that makes me like 1974 and older. So, but uh, anyway, but the, but the 2000, that's actually kind of towards the end of the uh, Pontiac Firebird run, isn't it? Yeah, as soon as I heard that the Firebird was being very well considered to be phased out, I, I started looking and got lucky and found one that was a year old, the right color. I wanted the dark blue with tan interior and uh, it's got 205,000 miles it was my daily driver for a long time and i have no intention of getting rid of it anytime soon okay all right tell us about the shows you got the gm show and uh, we got a couple minutes left here so tell us about the gm show and the ford show the gm show is when it's on october correct yeah it's in october we don't have a date nailed down for it yet but it's normally the first saturday uh in october Now, the Ford show is coming up this Saturday, the 7th, and we also have some activities at NPD on the 6th. We do a cruise that goes from our store in Ocala to Cedar Key. It's about 66 miles. It's police escort-led, and we usually get about 110 to 130 cars. Uh It's all Ford, and it leaves at 10 o'clock, so it gets you there right about lunchtime. And then we have a dyno, we have a chassis dyno that's there for the rest of the day. And then you can also check out NPD's over 200 car and truck collection from 8 to 5 on Friday. Okay. Now, Saturday is our Ford show, and this is the 23rd annual version of it. And basically, it's just about 900 Fords and Mustangs and any Ford-powered vehicle that wants to come out to Silver Springs to spend a day around a real natural setting. It's different than a traditional car show, but it's what we've done. Um, this will be my 16th year doing it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I do get up early in the morning, and I'm worn out at the end of the day, but it's it's awesome because you get to see a little bit of everything. You'll see bone stock cars. You'll see modified cars. It's uh, it's a great show. I mean, I'm a little biased, but <laughs> I think it's a great show. Excellent. No, no, no. I've been there many, many times, and uh, and, and i got to tell you, I always have a good time. I think it's a good eclectic mix, and it's open to any and all Ford-powered vehicles, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, the good part is, is I hear that you get to join us again this year. I will be there again, yes, as usual. So I'm looking forward to it. One more time, why don't you go ahead and uh, let all our listeners know how they can get in touch with uh, MPD, find out about uh, your website, Facebook, and other, other social media that you have. Absolutely. Um, you can check out our website, which is NPD Link, or you can also go to nationalpartsdepot.com. So either npdlink.com or nationalpartsdepot.com. And we have all our Facebook and Twitter and YouTube links up on there. we got some great videos that we just came out with. Obviously, you'll find information on the Ford Mustang show this weekend on the website, as well as all of our car lines that we currently have. Now, you talk about Jim starting the business. When I started back in 1998, we had four catalog lines. We now have a dozen. And I wouldn't be surprised if the 13th gets added in the uh, not-too-distant future. How about that? How about that? I heard that, uh, I guess now you have a Fox Body Mustang uh, catalog, right? 
Yeah, it's going into its fifth year. Um, again, we got some great people that I work alongside with that are real enthusiasts. I mean, guys that, you know, forget their wife's birthday, but they can tell you, like, when the first Fox Body Mustang was made <laughs> and where it came from and that kind of thing. And, again, I mean, I, I, I sound like I'm, I'm really biased here, but Rick and Jim, I met both of them before I started working at the store, and they're both really down-to-earth car guys, and that's the kind of person that you want to work for, somebody that's as passionate as you are about our hobby. And I think that's why a lot of guys have stayed with our company as long as they have. No, it's an incredible company. And then the other thing I was going to ask you, is there going to be a feature car this year? Because you know they have this little stage area where they have some really nice cars up there. So is there anything special going to be there for uh, us Ford guys? We're bouncing a couple ideas around right now. We're not sure. Um, oh, I did forget to mention that uh, because of uh, popular demand, we're going to have the band Fastback 65. No play on words there. Okay. Uh, they're going to be back doing music on the stage, and we are going to put a couple of cars up there. Last year, we did Cougars to celebrate our Mercury Cougar catalog getting launched. Oh. And Rick and I have a couple of ideas, but we're not ready to – he's not ready to let me know yet. So uh, – but chances are that uh, as soon as uh, we figure it out, I'm sure you'll know. Okay. All right. Well, Derek, I want to thank you very much for spending a little time with us here at Nostalgic Radio Cars. We're looking forward to being there this weekend. And again, a big shout-out to our good friends at National Parts Depot. I want to thank Derek Putnam for coming on. He is the project manager for all the GM catalogs. Hey, you know what? Send him an email, and he can answer all your GM questions. And again, he's the guy that's responsible for all the great shows that they have there associated with MPD, the All-GM Show, and the All-Ford Show. So, Derek, we'll look forward to seeing you again this weekend. Robert, thanks very much for having me on, and a great show. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Bobby, what do we got uh, queued up next? We got a... Oh, no, no, no. We got a commercial, too. We got a guest coming on here in a few minutes, so let's... uh, Let's uh, listen to the... Get in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get in the driver's seat. Hey, you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back. And don't forget the All Ford Show at Silver Springs, sponsored by our good friends, National Parts Depot, out of Ocala. Porsche to win Le Mans. What kind of race will you drive? Try to save the machine, go as fast as I can, try to win. A lot of people go through life doing things badly. Racing's important to men who do it well. You ever kill anybody? I hurt somebody's feelings once. You worried about saving your own skin? Yeah, I am. Covers my body. In this country, they drive on the wrong side of the road. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I just stole 50 cars for you in one night. All right, I'm a little tired. I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. I don't have one here. However, I do have one in the warehouse. Superb. What else do you have in the warehouse?
Good evening, 007. My name is James Bond. Oh, that interesting car of yours. <laughs> I too have a new toy, but considerably more practical. You are looking at an industrial laser, which emits an extraordinary light, not to be found in nature. It can project a spot on the moon, or at closer range, cut through solid metal. I will show you. I think you've made your point, Goldfinger. Thank you for the demonstration. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Dirty Mary, crazy Larry, right on. I'm gonna eat your lunch, you long hair. You remember Robert Mitchum in Thunder Road? I'm gonna powder his face. <laughs> Kowalski, can you hear me? There goes the challenge of being chased by the blue, blue meanies on wheels. Yeah, we lost him at the Nevada border. You better let Nevada handle it. This guy's nuts. Hey, the Red Rocker Sammy Hagar here, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Ah, uh, woo, good God, woo. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our second guest for the evening. I'm delighted to welcome back to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the marketing director for Russo and Steel, Darren Roberge. Darren, are you there? Hey, hey, how are you? Pretty good, so how are you in? Oh, we're very, very busy, as you might imagine down here. We're uh, gearing up for uh, what is going to be the most incredible event Scottsdale Car Week has ever seen here in, uh, on January 18th to 22nd. We're very excited. You have some incredible cars, because I get the emails all the time. and you, get, you have one car in particular that I wanted. I can't put the deal together, but I want that 69 Shelby race car. Oh, yeah. Certainly. The, uh, let's see, the, uh, the, the blue one there, The blue correct? one. That's it. That's it. When I saw that at Monterey a few years back, I wanted it back then. I knew about that car for a long time, and I could never get my hands on it. When I did have the stash to get it, I couldn't put it together. And since then, it's been, uh, I've been crying over that because that's, uh, that is just a really cool car with some very interesting history, too, by the way. Oh, certainly. Yeah. The, uh, the, the B production uh, race series certainly is very exciting, and it's something that people can very easily get involved with if they uh, purchase the right equipment, and this vehicle is certainly the right equipment. So it's not only just a cool car to have, but it could also be some sort of lifestyle piece that could uh, provide you experiences uh, that are second to none across the country at various uh, legendary racetracks. So it's very cool. Let me ask you this. Um, now, typically, Scottsdale Car Week kicks off the year. We were just talking about this a, minute, a couple minutes ago. Kicks off the year as far as the, you know, the trend, the status, the market for the collector car world, so to speak. Well, this year, Mecham is in Kissimmee, and normally it's like a week after you guys or simultaneously, you know, that week or something. They got you beat this time. They got it there. They, it actually starts this weekend here in Kissimmee, Florida, over just outside of Orlando. So what are your thoughts on that? As far as, you know, them jumping the gun a little bit and trying to steal the thunder from Scottsdale Collector Car Week. Well, they somewhat tried to do this last year, too, and I'm not necessarily sure that it had uh, that big of an effect on us. I mean, the reality of the situation is Scottsdale is the epicenter of the collector car universe, especially come January. And it, there's so much going on here 
that it's not just one event like it is down there. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it, it's kind of what they do is is great for them, and that's it's exciting that uh, they have as many cars as they do, and so on. But it's not a world-renowned event like Scottsdale Car Week. You say the word Scottsdale Car Week, and it immediately illustrates in your mind, you know, visions of rows and rows of amazing collector cars and the greatest buyers and sellers in the world, and and everything that goes along with it, the events and that type of thing. And that's just not really something that uh, that a Kissimmee event can can really necessarily provide. So it's it's what they do is, is their thing, and that's fine for them. But uh, you know, there's really nothing like Scottsdale Car Week. No, that uh, I have to agree. I mean, that's just, I, I tell everybody that too. I said if you have to put a number of events on your bucket list, Scottsdale Collector Car Week is one of them, and Monterey is the other one. Those are the two most significant car weeks, and Amelia Island. Those are the three most significant car weeks that you can participate if you're you know just an all-out uh, car net, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without question. I mean, as, as far as uh, you know, the United States is concerned, those are certainly two the two premier uh, collector car lifestyle uh, events, and uh, we're fortunate enough to be part of them, which is really great. Now, uh, I understand. Did you guys? I heard a rumor. You guys might be coming to Amelia Island in the next year or so. You know, rumors are interesting. You know, sometimes <laughs> they're true, sometimes they're not. But uh, what they are at the end of the day is just rumors, and uh, and that's all they are at this point. Okay. Just, just, just thought I'd ask, you know. But, uh, but I sure. understand you may have, you may be having a display there though this year. Uh, like I said, rumors are rumors, so rumors you know rumors. you never really know until they come true. So you know you have to keep your eyes and your ears open and wait and see what happens. So if we're there, we're there. If we're not, we're not. Okay. So keep... if it's the rumor's true, or if it's uh, just a rumor. Okay. Keep your eye on the ball, as they say, right? Of course. Always keep an eye on us. We are uh, the most exciting collector automobile auction in the world for a reason, and that's one of them. We're constantly making moves, especially right now. Okay, super. Now, speaking of moves, you guys have a new location this year. Tell us a little bit about that. We do. We are relocating our Scottsdale event to uh, the uh, Salt River Field, the Talking Stick, which uh, people in the know in the area know it as one of the Southwest premier sports entertainment complexes. We're very, very excited to be involved with the uh, the, uh, the, the uh, Pima Salt River uh, Maricopa Indian community. Uh, it's a project joint between uh, between our company and them. And uh, they're proven to be an amazing partner so far. And it's going to be an incredible event, uh, much bigger. We're doing 800 cars this year. The layout's going to be much it, – it's more compact in the way that it feels, but it's actually much larger. So the layout's incredible. I was just on a uh, 40-foot crane not even an hour ago kind of previewing sort of what it is that they're doing down there. And it's going to be quite a setup. It's going to be something that certainly is way more developed and way more thought out and way more interactive than anything else that Scottsdale Car Week has ever seen before. In addition to the fact we're now going to be displaying our feature automobiles on grass. So it's going to provide that sort of concord type experience that uh, is really sort of going to catapult us to the next level, and we couldn't be more excited. Wow, that sounds uh, that sounds really neat. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't think of it. I'm lost for words, but that sounds really cool. The fact you can display them on the grass like that, that sounds really cool. So now, give me an idea. I know where your old location was, and you're right there by the interstate, right there by the on ramp. So if I'm at your old location, give me a rough idea. How do I get to your new place? You go south about uh, four or five exits, and we're right there off the 101 freeway. So it's very, very centrally located. It, it more or less puts us right in between everything that's going on in the area. So no matter where you are, you can get to us in like 10 minutes. So, so it's, it's, it's an improvement in the location, not only the physical location, but the actual location of the location is going to be much improved as well. It's right off of uh, Indian Bend and Talking Stick Way off the 101 freeway. And uh, there's multiple ways to get in, and it's going to be super, uh, super convenient for people to get in and out. Parking's going to be much easier this year, and everything's paved, so it's, it's, it's going to be wonderful. We're really, really excited about it. Is uh, Indian Bend, is that where the pavilion, is that the pavilion exit for the, or is we're, that the... Correct. We're actually right behind the pavilions, and uh, we'll be out there this weekend uh, promoting the event as well. And out there, our neighbors, we've got a whole special thing set up with them on January 6th, and we'll be out there. So if you're local to the area here, come out and hang out with us and uh, enjoy some cars and camaraderie, as uh, we like to call it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting thing. Well, that's interesting, because uh, for those who uh, have just tuned in, we're talking to my good friend uh, Darren Roberts from Russo & Steel, the marketing director there, and they now moved to the new location. And I said Pavilion. Pavilion is basically a giant shopping center, which they have probably one of the world's largest car shows there on a one-day event. Um, there's, what, anything from 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 cars that could show up at, the, at that particular parking lot right there in front of McDonald's? It, it's a pretty spectacular event. Uh, the last I checked, it was the largest uh, weekly reoccurring car show in the world. Uh, and it delivers every time. You go out there, there's incredible variety. You've got your muscle cars, you have old cars, uh, you know, your old 50s classics, stuff like that, 30s hot rods. 
and then uh, in the evening time, the, the kids kind of come in and take over, and it becomes an import tuner, like an import tuner show. So it's really kind of an all-encompassing thing. It's like night, right in the center of Scottsdale, and it's really nice because it allows everybody from every walk of life that's involved in the collector car lifestyle to all sort of meet at once and sort of socialize and trade ideas and stuff uh, on a weekly basis. So it's really nice. You'll see, you know, young kids getting involved with vehicles that you, they normally wouldn't, and you'll see the old guys get involved with uh, with their cars in return. So it's, it's really a, a fantastic event. It's something that uh, we're very lucky to have here locally in Scottsdale. Okay. Now, do you guys do a, uh, a kickoff party? Is that like on Wednesday night you do something like that, like a gala? Are they doing that again this year? Uh, we're, not, we're skipping the gala. We've, we've, we kind of let that one go for a couple of years now. Um, okay. We kind of decided that the chari- for the charity component, we were better off just sort of stroking a check to the local charities and trying to throw something for them. So we've sort of stopped doing that. However, uh, preview day will be Wednesday. And, of course, auctions kick off Thursday morning at 9 a.m., and they run all the way through till Sunday. Okay. And uh, you have, some, uh, you have uh, basically like a symposium there. You've got some guest speakers. Tell us a little bit about those, who those people are and what they're going to talk about. We've got two seminars this year. Uh, on Thursday morning, we're doing an extension of the really incredibly fascinating seminar that we did last year. It was a huge hit with uh, our CEO, Drew Alcazar, and our consignment director, John Bemis, where they basically unlock all the secrets of the collector car auction industry. So it's more or less an open kind of point-blank Q&A session where you know no questions are off limits. And we, we did this last year. And it was a great success, and people loved it, and it was incredibly informative. So we're, uh, uh, we're uh, rehashing that again for, uh, for 2017. And then Sunday, uh, sponsored by Coker Tire Company, we have uh, another seminar that's coming through that's featuring, of course, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, uh, Clint Sly from Haggerty. Uh, we all know him as the, uh, the marketing guru behind, uh, behind Haggerty Collector Cars, as well as Wade Kawasaki, who uh, is the C- uh, CEO, COO of, Cor- of Coker Tire Company, and then Larry Edsel, who is uh, certainly one of the most influential automotive journalists uh, in the world right now. So it's a nice, diverse, uh, broad panel, and uh, the title of that seminar is Revving Up Your Investments with Collector Cars. So it's going to be kind of about, you know, sort of looking towards collector cars as, as an investment, which is certainly a big component of this industry and a big component of this hobby, but kind of a way to maybe refine your approach and to make yourself a little bit more profitable and, uh, you know, and, and be able to enjoy you know, the hobby a little bit more thoroughly. Okay. Why don't you tell us about some of the featured cars that you're going to have this year? Well, we've got some neat stuff this time around. Uh, probably the big, the big, the big gun we have this time around is the 2004 Ford GT prototype uh, CP-1. This is the first fully functional Ford GT prototype produced. Uh, as you know, we sold the second one in uh, Monterey over the summer for $836,000. So these are incredibly valuable cars that are incredibly cool. And they show a lot of the early development uh, that Ford was going through. For example, it's got a Mustang steering wheel and like a Windstar uh steering column and uh you know just there's just a bunch of little things that, that didn't make it to production there's a carbon fiber shell on it that uh, ford decided was too expensive to actually produce and that's demonstrated on this vehicle so it's something that's incredibly historical and moving on to the future will probably be one of the most valuable pieces of ford motorsports you know a performance type history that uh, you'll be able to find anywhere and that's crossing our block We've also got an incredibly fascinating 1968 Corvette L88 that has got one of the most interesting documented uh, trails of documentation that I've certainly ever seen on a collector car. Uh, it's got uh, Western Union letters that are that uh, are apologizing for the vehicle being late, and different to, you know people advising them of options from GM. And uh, originally, this was uh, one of two vehicles purchased by a pair of twin brothers. So that's probably the other piece of that puzzle that's so interesting is that uh, it's probably the only you know, inter-family purchased pair of, uh, of Corvette L88s, and this, this one is, uh, is one of those vehicles. So that's incredibly interesting. We've got a Paxton, uh, a uh, GT350 continuation car. Uh, and, you know, as we know in the 80s, uh, Carroll Shelby was very much in love with the GT350 convertible that he had earlier that was taken back by Ford. So he commissioned um, uh, a dealership in California to go ahead and produce a limited number of these vehicles, and they were all personally driven and personally tested by him. And that's one of these vehicles. Uh, we've also got a, uh, you know, pseudo survivor, uh, 1971 Dodge Hemi Challenger RT Coupe that is black. It's a very, very rare, uh, color. I think only one out of 36 were known to be in that color. And this is, to my knowledge, the last unrestored example of that. So, uh, that's an incredibly fascinating car, too. And it just looks sinister and it, it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful car, which is really a, a lot of fun, certainly. We've also got the only, uh, 1,000 out of 1,000 point uh, Oldsmobiles ever at uh, the Muscle Car Corvette Nationals, the 1974-42 uh, W30 Coupe. 
that's crossing the block with us as well. We've got some other interesting vehicles, too. We've got a Superbird. Uh, we've got a variety of great Corvettes. We have a real Nicky Camaro Coupe. Uh, it's a 69. It's black. It's an incredibly cool car. Uh, it's personally one of my favorites, certainly. Um, we've got a few celebrity-owned cars, too. We have a Jaguar uh, Series 166 Coupe owned by uh, you know world-famous race car driving legend Ari Leindek, which is really, really cool. And that's crossing the block. That's one of two Jaguars that he has uh, in our sale this time. In addition, we have a, uh, a couple of really great collections, too. Uh, one is no reserve completely. That's crossing the block on Sunday, uh, the 22nd. And that's uh, a good variety of vehicles, muscle cars, classics, high, high British luxury cars, et cetera, et cetera. And we've got another museum collection, the uh, Okeechobee uh, Museum Collection, of course, out of Iowa. That's crossing the block, uh, I believe, on Friday. And that's uh, a lot of no-reserve selections in that, and that's very diverse. And, of course, we know museum collections are usually incredibly well-maintained vehicles, and uh, these vehicles are no exception. So a lot of variety this time, uh, some for everybody as usual, you know, European sports, American muscle, hot rods, customs. We have some late-model exotics that are uh, entering the fray that are very, very cool as well. So we got a little bit of everything this time, and, and again, I mean, it's one of those events that uh, Rusland Steel and Scottsdale should be on your bucket list if you're a car guy. It's truly something unique that you won't find anywhere else, and it is our flagship option. So we throw all the dice at this one. So it, it should be an incredibly exciting event for everybody who attends. Out of the cars that you mentioned and some that you didn't mention, anything in particular that suits your fancy? Because I know you're kind of a foreign sports car kind of guy, right? Yeah, I am, for sure. There's an MGC GT that I really, really like a lot. It's uh, it's a no-reserve vehicle, so there'll be a lot of competition for that one. Oh, really? Uh, but, you know, that, yeah, it's a 68, uh, one of 2,500. Uh, it's, it's that uh, beautiful red color, and that's just a neat, unique, weird, cool car that you just don't see very often, and that's kind of the stuff that I'm really into. So there's that one uh, that I that I really like a lot. Uh, we've got a, a 97 Porsche Turbo that is, is really special, too. It's uh, got all kinds of aftermarket stuff on it. It's like 600 horsepower, and it's all sort of factory authorized and cool we've got a uh, 63 corvette split window coupe that's no reserve uh that's black it's utterly beautiful it's one of my favorite cars in the world so there's i mean there's something for everybody and, and i'm no exception i certainly have my wish list at this auction wow i'm gonna have to look that because uh, i have a little mgb gt right now but i'd love to have a c so uh what do you think that thing will go for i mean they're pulling you know, 20, I don't know. 20 25,000 yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of see them all over the place. I mean, it sort of depends on where you sell them. I, I've seen them cross for, you know, $25, at uh, you know, on the enthusiast sites and that type of thing. But I see them on eBay occasionally for less than that, too. But uh, they, they don't come up very often. I mean, no. these obviously are dime a dozen. You find them everywhere. But, uh, you know, the C's are uh, a little bit more, I guess, exotic for, for MG anyway. Um, and, you know, it's, it, it's tough to say what that will really go for. Oh, interesting. All right, well, we're just about out of time. We're up against the clock here, so why don't you, uh, one more time, shout out all the social media and all the uh, Internet info on Russo and Steel and tell our listeners where they can uh, find you guys. Well, the first place you want to stop for us is definitely www.russoandsteel.com. That is sort of the epicenter of all the information for, uh, for us and at all of our events. Uh, we're also on uh, on Instagram at Russo and Steel, uh, Twitter, same thing, and you can find us at Facebook uh, on Facebook as well. So we're uh, we're just about uh, on all of them. But uh, the main place, the main hub you want to go is is www.russoandsteel.com. That'll send you everywhere that you uh, want to go to find out information about us. Super. Well, Darren, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you out there in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much. Say hi to Drew and everybody, and John, and. Uh... You know, hey, everybody, get out to Scottsdale, bucket list, check out Russo and Steel. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgia Radio Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. between 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Talk Radio Network. Tell your friends, check us out, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget, miss any of past shows, Nostalgia Radio Cars, the podcast page, and the All Ford Show this weekend by MPD. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. Listen.